welcome to the Bosses Fuck podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Well, hello. Happy fucking Wednesday. (laughs) I am so excited that you guys loved episode 50 um, and got a great response on social media too. Um, If you didn't listen, it was how I deal with being judged for cursing and... I'm so glad you guys loved it. It was really fun (laughs) because obviously it's so me. Uh, I'm also excited because, well, when you're listening to this, uh, I released four new drinkware items on Metal Marvels, and I am so fucking pumped because I designed these, and when I did, like, I fell in love with them. One of the mugs I actually designed, I was sitting at Kia, like, waiting for my car, And I designed it and I like legit squealed with excitement because I'm fucking obsessed with it. It says sleep deprived, but it is so good and so fucking cute. And I'm obsessed, obsessed with all of them. So if you want to check those out, totally check them out. Uh, But for today's episode, we're on 51. I wanted to do like a list of things that I wish I had known before going into business. But then I decided that I wanted to also include these answers from babes who are in the trenches with me, who are across a variety of sectors, but all in business for themselves. Nonetheless, everyone has their own experience, but there's always a lot of overlap when it comes to the struggles of owning a business. I mean, just these responses, a few people said some of the same things. Um, and I agree with all of the responses that I get or that I got, excuse me, they're all things that I've experienced. So I wanted to read you some of those, give you some of my insight and all of that. And if you have something that you want to share too, like please comment on Instagram or join the Facebook group. Um, both are linked to the show notes and I would love to hear from you. So one of the first ones that I got, um, was from Lauren. She owns lady boss glasses. And I actually had two other, um, people in Facebook groups say this as well, because I did kind of put it out there. And she said, envision your success is something that she wished she knew before. Like there will be days when you make nothing and days when all of it seems in vain. And that's when you need to like, manifest the shit out of it. And, um, and it like, you have to kind of get rid of those negative uh, thoughts that are like blocking the flow of that. And I totally agree. That's why for me, it's like a goal board or just thinking about things that I, I want out of this. Um, I'm actually going to a, it's, I think it's called thank you next, um, vision board party kind of thing. I think that's what it's called. Um, a local, an adorable, which I cannot wait to go see this place. An adorable, um, cafe here called cafe Lola is doing thank you next 2019 vision board party on Friday. 
Uh, super fucking pumped also because it's called thank you next. Um, but I don't normally do vision boards. So I wanted to like step out of my comfort zone, go to a local event, meet some people around here since I still don't know a lot of people here and in turn, make a vision board and see what comes up and just sort of get that like creativity flowing around, but then also like with goals intertwined. (laughs) Um, uh, my second response I got is from Celeste who owns celestial bodies. Oh my God. She makes the leggings with the little scrunch butt and they're so fucking cute and they make your ass look great. Um, I still need to order my pair, but I'm super fucking stoked because I cannot wait to wear them. Um, I basically like live in workout clothes now. It's crazy. (laughs) She's also a fucking badass, too, so you should definitely check her out. Um, I love following her. Um, And she said that she wished she knew to look at the big picture and have a growth plan built out for a few years instead of going super hard on a period of growth that isn't sustainable without a plan. So either, you know, just planning for this year and not not even making a plan, just setting a goal or planning for, you know, 10, 20 years without a real plan in place of how you'd even get there. Um, and then secondly, she said, uh, that she really didn't learn the importance of a budget until she had both a surplus of money and a huge deficit. Uh, she's learned from two extremes to find balance. Um, it's definitely a hard thing, especially when you are running your own business. And I know it's, it's easy just to, if you know, if the money's there, it's easy just to place orders for new stuff and do all this stuff until you realize that you've spent a fuck ton of money on, you know, new items, which obviously need to sell. And when you're, doing it all on your own, it's, it's, it's easy to overlook those things. Um, so I totally get that. Um, and then another, let's see. Oh, and then next I actually asked, um, Emily Frisella, if you don't know who she is, you should follow her. Her name on Instagram is Emily Frisella. <laughs> uh, she has a home and health blog. She's written a cookbook. She does coaching, all these things. She is the queen to the first form empire. Her husband, Andy Frisella, owns um, First Form. And I adore her and her husband. Um, they both use profanity, which of course is my fucking favorite. Um, I actually have listened to his podcast for a long time. Um, I like that he's just blunt. And in your face, any curses, sort of the same way I love Gary V. Um, but we actually connected because she shared a picture wearing a Metal Marvels necklace. Um, I about died because I had no idea she even had it. And then we connected and she's pretty fucking epic. So and plus, oh, my God. And they're dogs. Oh, just even if you just follow her for her dogs, they're the fucking cutest. <laughs> but anywho, pets always get me. Um, she said... Uh, plan time to learn from others about your industry. And that is so true. And I talked about that in one of the very first episodes of constant learning. This journey of entrepreneurship is nonstop learning. If you stop learning, you stop growing. So podcasts, books, etc., courses, anything you can learn from others, learn from people that are doing it. Ideally, learn from people who are more successful than you. Find out what they're doing, how they did it, regardless of the topic, like just 
learn, learn, learn. So I fully, obviously wholeheartedly agree with her on that one. Um, and then another one, which actually I've also talked about in an episode, she said, outsource before you're ready to outsource. It's more beneficial for your productivity, sanity, and also frees you up to work on more projects. It's an investment, but will help you grow faster with each thing you outsource. Oh, you know, I love this one. I did an entire episode on it. Um, I think outsourcing, um, that's a good question on which one that was, um, episode 26, I think. Um, yeah, that was about fulfillment. Um, and then I think there was a another, that I talked about it. Either way, you know that I love it because I think that episode five, see, right. I knew there was one right there at the beginning. If there is something that you hate to do, like literally you dread, you hate to do, it's the bane of your existence and you don't end up getting to other things because of your hatred for this thing. Outsource the shit out of it. Find someone who's better at it than you who actually enjoys it because there's even weirdos that enjoy like accounting and I fucking hate accounting. So outsourced period. You know, if there's something that takes up the most of your time that doesn't allow you to focus on other things in your business, outsource it. For me, that was fulfillment. I can't run a business and package all of our orders. It's just not, it's not profitable. It's not functional. It's, it's a waste of time for me. I can't do that because I need to focus on other things. So if there is something that you hate or something that you're not good at and something that you know that you could find somebody much better suited to do it, by all means, outsource. It doesn't have to cost you a bajillion dollars to do it, but I also believe that the time freed up from that activity spent on something actually worth it for you will make a huge difference in your business. You know, my outsourcing the fulfillment gave me time to focus on everything else that needed to be done in the business. So highly recommend that. So thank you, Emily, for that. Um, And I think it was episode 26 and episode five was the very first one about delegating. So that's a good one that you should definitely go listen to. Um, And then I, of course, asked Melissa, my amazing, sweet as fuck, smart, brilliant, Etc. 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 Business coach, who am I love? Um, of course, I asked her, and she said probably I would, sp- or probably that I would spend so much time writing. I love to write, so it was a welcome surprise. But between blogging and pitching and emailing and marketing materials and social media, there's so much writing, t- and to do it well, I needed to set up systems so I got it all done. This is for sure. Like, you don't think about it. The copy that goes into a product listing, I mean, whether it's just, like, details or you write a kitschy something in your description. And then on top of that, there's social media and there's emails and just even interacting with customers. Like, there's so, so much writing, which isn't my favorite because I don't like writing like her. (laughs) Melissa was an English teacher, um, and now obviously she owns Compliment, and she also does coaching and courses and things like that. But she was an English teacher. She loves writing. I don't so much, but it is a part of the job that you just, like, you don't think about it. Um, But it is certainly there. 
Um, and then also I asked um, Leslie. She owns um, Shark and Stilettos in uh, Bitches Build Empires. And she said, which, of course, I loved. She said, starting a business is stressful and lonely as fuck. Find a safety net. Being an entrepreneur is often glamorized when the truth is it can be a very lonely place, especially if you are a one woman or man show, the buck stops with you. You reap every reward, but also every failure. And let's be honest, kickstarting a business and growing it is a fucking bumpy road. Entrepreneurs often tie their identity to their business successes and struggles. And at the beginning, there will be more struggle than success. Find at least one other business owner you can relate to and, if nothing else, vent to. Social media makes this easy if you don't have any business-owning friends in real life. Quote-unquote, she said. Um, She's met a few on Instagram. I wish I did that way earlier. Reach out and consider that person your safety net. Having someone to fall back on is important. Owning a business can feel like an emotional roller coaster, and I absolutely understated, underestimated the importance of a human safety net. Okay, we know I love that. And then somebody else in a Facebook group actually said um, that she wishes she knew how lonely the road would be and how often people would not support it. You need to know how to power through negativity and find people with the same mindset as you or you will never make it. Had I known that before I started, I would have gotten where I wanted to be much faster and skipped the self-doubt and procrastination. I would have never waited for the approval I thought I needed. Ah. Oh, you know, I love it. <laughs> um, not love it in the sense that like, that's cool because that sucks. And let me tell you, I know firsthand, I love it in the fact that it's so true and that nobody talks about it. I did it in episode 14. Um, and it's a huge part of this life that nobody wants to talk about, but it's real as fuck. You know, if you're introverted like me, it tends to work in your favor sometimes um, because I'm super cool, like working on my own island and like just handling my shit and like reaching out when I need to, when I like feel that like tinge of like I need to talk to somebody or talk to a friend or whatever. Like I totally have that. But for others who aren't like that, it can be ridiculously lonely, Um, which ties into another thing of like a response I got of some people just don't understand what you're doing, you know, your lifestyle, etc., and they don't get what you do. And so they think you just do nothing all day. I cannot stress this enough that not everyone and most people in your life aren't going to understand what you're doing, your lifestyle, etc. Um, I've gotten the, well, you're home all day or you're just sitting on a computer all day. As if I'm sitting here dicking around all day. There will be days where that happens if I'm stressed or something, but most people working from home and running their own business aren't just fucking sitting there. So stop assuming that bullshit (laughs) and invite people in to see what you do, how you're running a million miles a minute from an office chair in your house. Show them, you know, but you know, people you've known your entire life aren't going to understand it. They won't understand why you've quote unquote disappeared from life, from nights out, from long days, hanging out, doing nothing. Um, you know, if, if I'm quote unquote hanging out, doing nothing, I'm more than likely at some point have to be on my phone. If I am on social or posting stories or responding to emails or something, there's something that has to be done. So there's not a lot of times where I can just do nothing. Um, and that's the life of an entrepreneur, 
while of course there's moments, of course, and I, you can put down your phone and like be in the moment, there may be a time where I'm going to have to pick it up and check stuff just to make sure that there's no fires that I need to put out or things like that. And that's something that people in your life are going to have to realize. It is what it is. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like you're sitting there on, so on like Instagram, for example, and just scrolling through posts randomly and like dicking around more than not, you're responding to DMS, you're checking messages, you are responding to emails and all of these things. And they're not going to understand, but it's just, it's shit you have to do. You know, they won't understand that you're protective of your time now. Um, and that you finally decided to live life for yourself and for your goals and for your ambition. Um, that is a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow and they will be butthurt and they will not understand and think that it means something about your friendship when it's exactly the opposite. I don't see my friends that often. Hi, I live in another state. doesn't mean I love them less. Um, we don't talk, you know, a million times a month, but doesn't mean I love them less. We all have our shit to do. We all have shit going on. Some have kids, some have kids and jobs, some have everything. Like it's, it is what it is. And people have to understand that. Um, especially if they don't have a business or like the ambitious, like driven mindset, they really want to understand. Um, it can be a constant battle unless you fully make the choice to live life for you, you know? And if you've listened to other episodes, (laughs) You know my deathbed spiel. Insert that here. <laughs> I will save you from having to hear it today, but it's super important and it's been in like six episodes because I fully believe in my deathbed spiel. So if you're curious, go back. It was in the last one. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend listening to it. It's good. Um, on to the next one. Someone said that the, they wish they knew the cost of all the legal setup and how to do it all. Uh, it could be, it's not fun, but you know, I started metal marbles with $500, which is crazy. I know some people take a little more. Some people can even start with less. Um, most of that cost goes into the like business related shit. It's not even like products or things like that. It's like, filing for your business license and your, um, business classification. If you do that, like an LLC or things like that, um, that said, I think you can get away as a sole proprietor for a little while until capital is built up. I was a sole proprietor for a few years. Um, and then it was more so from like a legal standpoint, from a protective standpoint, things like that. Um, I filed on legal zoom for an LLC it was super easy and it took all the hard work off my shoulders. Um, and they did it. And I don't think it's something that needs to be done right off the bat. Um, unless you've got something super protectable that needs to be handled right away or something that requires like protection, whether it's like, you know, something that you're going to need insurance for in case, I don't know, whatever you sell, someone swallows <laughs> something like that. Um, But I mean, there's plenty of articles out there and things you can read that can help with that. I also think LegalZoom is a super easy way, and this is not at all sponsored unless they want to give me money. (laughs) I'm trying to get sponsorships these days. If LegalZoom wants to, because I used them and I like it. Um, I also posted on my personal social the other day that Old Navy needs to sponsor me because I've gotten three orders in the past like week and a half. Because they keep sending me emails for discounted fucking workout clothes. And I'm like, fuck, like stop sending them to me because every time they do, I buy something. 
like I finally bought jeans in us in two sizes smaller, which I'm like fitting into and another size smaller that I'll get to eventually super pumped. Um, and then just a fuck ton of workout clothes. I have so many workout clothes. It's insane. But every time it pops up, I'm like, mm, what do I need? So I put it out there. I was like, Hey, if old Navy wants to sponsor me, <laughs> hit me up, <laughs> which would be fucking rad to be like, Oh, this episode's brought to you by old Navy. It's not, but Hey, a girl can dream. Um, (laughs) uh, another thing someone said was how to block time and schedule my day and holding myself accountable to get things done. They wish they knew that girl. I still wish I knew how to do that. (laughs) This is something that I struggle with the staying on schedule. I get distracted as fuck, like so distracted. I have my entire life. I don't think it's like ADD or ADHD level, ADHD level type shit. I just get distracted because I like someone will say that maybe Kristen will message me and be like, oh, such and such. And so I'll go look at that. Then all of a sudden I'm doing that and focusing on that for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, fuck, I was supposed to be doing this. And I like bounce back and forth. It's a problem. I have 37 tabs open. It is what it is. But I try my damnedest. Um, I bought those time cubes to keep me on track. Guess who hasn't used it yet? (laughs) It's so embarrassing. They're sitting here. I stare at them every day. They're right here on my desk, but you know, haven't turned it on. Um, (laughs) As far as staying accountable, uh, my goal board helps me for sure because I can see it and I know like what I'm trying to get to. Um, I have like the year goals and then I have big goals that are overarching goals that I want for like the span of the business. So like a big amount in sales I want to hit eventually, um, uh, house. I want to have a bigger house, um, and rent out this one. Um, I have a car that I want my Bentley. We've talked about it. Although the type of car has changed. I usually, I used to, I've always wanted the continental GT. Um, however, since owning a crossover SUV, I don't think I can ever go back to a car. If you switch up to a crossover from like a small car, you will never go back. It is nuts. I, I mean, just the fact that I'm like, I'm up off the floor, but I'm still in a small enough car that I'm not like this giant SUV on the road. It's amazing. So now I want the Bentley Bentayga, you know, dreams, <laughs> um, and a baby, which I've talked about before. That's uh, another episode I've talked about. Um, but yeah, so I have like two sides so I can see like shit for this year, shit for like eventually sort of things to like keep me on track. Um, I also, I use the, uh, so much shit to do weekly desk pad for metal marvels. Um, honestly, I made it because I needed something to keep me on track to like this. And I knew that other people would too. Um, because I can see my whole week laid out. I can write what's on my schedule and like checking shit off makes it fun. Cause you're like, yeah, I accomplished that shit. <laughs> um, and then it sort of keeps me on track for the week. I personally love it. I think it helps. I just have to try to like get less distracted. <laughs> um, another person said money wise, they wish they knew like what you can write off for business taxes and how to collect sales taxes in an online store. Um, basically, if it's used for business, it's a write off. I mean, as long as it's used for the business um, and it's not something like weird, like <sighs> let's see. Um, <laughs> trying to think you can't buy. I mean, unless you sell purses, you can't really buy like a Birkin and be like, Oh, it's a business right off. 
It's not. Um, <laughs> but office supplies, your computer, your phone, an iPad, whatever, office furniture, like anything that you're using in this daily business. Right off. Uh, there's plenty of shit on Google that can help walk you through that. Like, what is a write off? I also recommend getting like a bookkeeper or accountant or a tax accountant who can help you. Again, outsource shit you don't like. That is one of them. I highly recommend it. As far as collecting sales tax, is or it was easy before. If you're on an e commerce site, it basically does it for you. You set up, you know, where you're located and then it charges taxes to people in that state because you have a place of business there. Even if you're still online, my residence is Nevada. I charge tax in Nevada. Um, That said, there's this new bullshit that's happening where they want e-commerce stores to pay for taxes in all states, which I think is completely fucking asinine because I don't have any locations in Oklahoma Why, if I have a customer that lives there and buys a lot of my shit, do I need to pay taxes? I don't live in Oklahoma. (laughs) Clearly, I love it. Um, But there are like the thresholds of it has to be over like a certain amount of orders or over a certain dollar amount in the year. I think it's a giant pain in the ass. I don't want to have to send out 50 different payments to fucking states for taxes. I just think it's fucking stupid. But let's not get into that one. Um, and then a big one, which I loved because agreed is she said that everything takes way longer than I thought I, than I thought it would creating content, getting things in order, all of these things, um, thought I would have everything up and running in two months and doing everything on your own when you can't afford help is very, very hard and tiring. Um, and someone else said, I didn't realize how tedious or time consuming certain tasks were like setting up an email and Connecting to Outlook, website building, content building, um, or content, building a database. In the corporate world, there's always someone else doing that. When you're a one-person show, you are IT, marketing, sales, PR, and everything in between. The great thing is you realize how bad you want it when you keep getting up every day and tackle those tasks. Lord or Lord are these right. Oh, everything takes so fucking long. I've literally said this to a few people recently and I'm like, nobody like when people are like, Oh, you just sit home working all day. Fuck you. (laughs) The tiny minuscule tasks that go and like steps that go into just like launching a product. It's insane. You have to take pictures and then you have to edit the pictures. And if you're launching a bunch of shit, oh my God, that's so many pictures to edit if you don't have a photographer. And then it's getting those all loaded onto Shopify and then getting all the details entered and the inventory and getting things set up through all of your processes that attach to Shopify to make sure it all works fine to then getting your marketing set up to tell people about the new shit you just added and then your social media posts and the copy for that and your stories and the emails and like all the details that you don't fucking think about. Oh my God. It is so much like literally just getting one product up is like, Oh, so time consuming everything. And then on top of that, there's like the advertising and there's accounting. If you do it and checking your emails and customer service and fulfillment, if you do it and all of these things, like shit is so tedious and people don't think they're like, Oh, well you just sit at home and like, you post something and then it sells a bunch and you make a bunch of money. Fucking A, don't we all wish? 
I mean, shit, if I could just like post it real quick with like no info and people would buy it. No, there's always questions. Even when there's info, they still have questions of how do I use it? Is there care to it? Can I put it in the fucking dishwasher? If you follow Metal Marvels, you know that is a big thing because people keep putting their water bottles in the dishwasher and they're not supposed to go in there. And then they're fucking ruined. So if you follow me, you know, the dishwasher's not my friend, (laughs) but you know, if I could just post with no info, it's just like, here, buy it. Cool. But no, there needs to be details. There needs to be information on it. There needs to be care. There needs to be return info and all of these things, because you will get asked. I get asked all the time if it's glass or plastic. If you actually open the product, it says it's plastic. BPA free plastic. But there's still those questions. Or <laughs> my friend Michelle, um, Girl Scout, if you don't follow her, she makes rad shit, but she's just like rad anyway. She did one of my photo shoots um, a few years ago. And uh, she made pins now that say like Girl Scout. And then it says it's all tagged because she even tags. She could literally have a picture of her face and she will tag every company for the product she used. So there's like 30 tags. I mean, I think you only tag 15, but still there's a fuck ton of tags where people are like, what'd you use on your eyes? She's like, it's already tagged. It's all tagged. <laughs> so the details need to be there. And it's all these little things that you like don't think about and no one else thinks about that go into just doing a simple task in business. Like it's a simple task that underneath is a fucking tedious task. Like it's insane. It really is. (laughs) It's nuts. Um, I recommend using a desk pad like the one we sell. You don't have to buy mine, but if you want, we have so much shit to do and every day I'm hustling. They're great. Um, But I highly recommend those um, or having like a notebook. I mean, and I'm, I'm weird. I have like my to-do list in a notebook, but also on my so much shit to do. Um, The notebook I tend to take with me. So if I need like notes or whatever, and you guys, if you, if you followed along, I love notebooks. I have so many notebooks, like literally I've got like probably 20 on deck ready to be used. Um, <laughs> and I will never run out of notebooks. I love notebooks, but I will write like my to-do list in there as well as like notes and shits I, ne- I like need that I can take with me that I have so much shit to do on my desk. I highly recommend something like that where you can like block out each day and write down your tasks. Do not write like five in a day. I recommend three at most at most because those three have so many moving pieces and you don't want to overwhelm yourself because if you overwhelm yourself, then you're not going to do any of it. That's the day you'll end up dicking around on Facebook all day because you got overwhelmed and you're just like, I can't do it all. And instead of juggling, it just all falls to the floor. (laughs) So three tasks at most, but all of these things are, so relevant. They're so real in this entrepreneurial life. And they're like, they're so accurate of like what you go through on a day to day. Not ever, not all of them in one day. There may be days where you feel all of these things. You're dealing with the money. You're dealing with people who don't understand your shit. You're dealing with like legal shit and products and launching things and doing all of these things in one day. But then there will be days where you'll deal with like one or two. It's it's going to happen. It's realistic as fuck. And like all part of this roller coaster that is entrepreneurship. Um, but I wanted to know what you think. I want you to join the conversation. And if you have, you know, a few things that you wish you would have known 
I want you to tell me, please and thank you. Uh, comment on the Instagram post or join the group. Um, both are linked in the show notes. And let me know what are a few things that you wish you had known. Um, or if you really resonated with some of these, I want to hear that too. So that'd be fucking cool. Uh, so yeah, come uh, join the conversation. And I hope you liked this one. And then I will see you right back here next fucking Wednesday. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at Bosses Fuck Podcast. Or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck.